Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time for the Say Hey Podcast, your San Francisco Giants podcast for the real ones. Available wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes are released weekly. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at Say Hey Podcast and like our page on Facebook. It is episode 57 of the Say Hey Podcast. This is Doug Hayes, a.k.a. Say Hey Doug. It is November 4th, 2021. Rob Buster Posey has officially retired from baseball. Doug, good to talk to you again. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I <jumped together. laughs> it's, uh, yeah, you know, I think we're coming back a little quicker than we thought we would, but, yeah. you know, things happen. In baseball you know we never stop right you know the game never no. stops in baseball long season short off season that's what we do but yeah out of nowhere seemingly out of nowhere i guess uh buster posey you know is retiring and and now word got out yesterday press conference was today and yeah. pretty emotional stuff you know not from buster of course because buster doesn't get emotional about anything Stoic. Yeah, I mean, Stoic told him to the very end from the yep. day he got drafted to today. And yeah, you know, it hasn't really hit me yet. I don't know about you, Doug, but this one this is going to take a minute because I feel like Buster is the first player. I can really say we we watched come up. Oh, OK. I should say first player, but player of real significance. Sure. A Hall of Famer that sure. we were there waiting for his debut, which we all remember mm-hmm. in 09 to his final day. And he's going to be a Hall of Famer. And that makes me feel very, very old. <laughs> I don't know about you. Dude, we're younger than the guy. Yes. And we are both younger than Buster. And that makes me feel so old knowing that we remember <laughs> when he came up with San Jose and all, all those great memories and to his big league debut and all the championships and everything. And now, now he's calling it quits. You know, like you said, Rob and I were going to take like three weeks after our last episode, which kind of wrapped up 2021 for the giants. Um, and then, you know, this news comes out yesterday um, and I know it was officially um, from Andy Baggerly, but I uh, got to give credit to our guy, Steven Rosetto. He was the mm-hmm. one that kind of really told everybody first. And so uh, big props yeah. to him for being on top of that. Um, but, you know, I, I, I texted Rob last night. And we're like, dude, we, we got to get together and we have to do a Buster episode. I, it doesn't matter for coming back early. And, you know, we're both on board for doing it. But, um, yeah, it's, it's fun. I, I like that you started off with, you know, right out of the gate. Uh, Buster is truly kind of the guy that like, you know, we knew we knew about him at Florida state, like the dude could do it all literally, um, play anywhere. Um, we, we were hearing like, this guy's just going to be a pros pro, uh, you know, zoomed his way up through, uh, the minors. I mean, he was the, what fifth overall pick in 2008. Mm-hmm. And the dude by the end of 2009 was playing in San Francisco. I mean, I know, I know it wasn't like it was his job yet, but you know, come 2010, the giants were like, Hey, like this guy's better than Benji Molina. Like we need to make the move now. So they trade Benji, you know, and the next, you know, decade plus it's Buster's club. And, and, and it's funny. Cause you said, you know, we watched this guy, from literally start to end. And we could say that for other guys, you know, like a Bumgarner or a Lincecum, of course, you know, yeah. 
Um, Matt Cain, what you know, came up. You know, he started in 05 when he got up to the big league uh, club. But, you know, we were like really young teenagers. And trust me, we were invested in the Giants. But I don't think we like truly understood things. You know, when Posey got drafted, um, like you were already an adult. I was like almost 18. And so like we can kind of start putting grasp on things that we're going to remember for a long time because we're supposed we're both, you know, sports addicts. And um, yeah, Buster Posey's that one guy. And it makes him more special because he's, you know, been just with one team his whole career. So, and we'll, we have a lot to discuss. Um, the first question I want to ask you, and this is going to be a really loose episode, because like I said, we weren't supposed to record in, uh, until next week, which we still will. And that'll, you know, next week we'll kind of start off the 2021 offseason, 22 offseason, whatever. But, you know, were you, were you surprised by this news uh, when it came out yesterday? I was surprised and uh, it's just one of those things where we probably shouldn't have been surprised if we really sit back and think about it because Buster Posey has always done things his own way. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he, he only opted out last year during COVID, you know, because of, you know, with his uh, adopted twins, you know, just being born, you know, I mean, for all the, all the right reasons. And you know, and that's all he had to say, you know, he, n- nothing else to that, you know, the guy's an all-star, you know, the guy's the best at, at his position. And he, I mean, to take a year off, you know, to, you know, kick out all the incentives, I'm sure right in his contract, even in a COVID written season, a 60 gamer, you know, you're, you're, you're leaving a lot on, on the table there. And even right now, the giants, you know, Farhan and Scott Harrison, Gabe Kapler had all, indicated that they had every intention of bringing Buster back this next year with this $22 million option team option. And what, what, what kind of a, what kind of a person leaves $22 million on the table to go do anything else, literally anything else, you, you name it. Are you leaving $22 million on the table, Doug, to go do anything? Uh, no. No, me neither. So, yeah, we're not crazy, but this is Buster Posey we're, we're talking about. So, you know, he is, you know, he's always kind of fallen back from the limelight, you know, despite all of his great achievements and being such a, a the, basically, you know, the poster child for Giants baseball since the day he got drafted, in my opinion. Yeah. And for him to, not pull a not pull a Derek Jeter type thing, a not do a victory lap type deal. I mean, this is and after a fantastic All Star year, you, you know, a Renaissance year, as we all we said all year. This is last year, or this this past season, what that was vintage Buster Posey. That was, you know, the the Buster Posey that we saw back in 2010, 2011, 2012. You know, just the only difference was, you know, he didn't play every single day for the most part. You know, he was taking two days off a week. So the numbers were the numbers weren't quite there, you know, on the whole. But we saw the way he played this year. We saw his production and the way he's stepping back after a year like that and just kind of taking that, you know what? I left it all out there. We had a great year. I can't do any better than that. That's we shouldn't, we shouldn't be surprised, but yeah, the timing of it all was just, yeah, it hit us all very hard. And I don't think we weren't ready. That's what we said. We weren't, we weren't ready for this. Well, I think in this, I had a second part to this question, but you already answered it. Um, okay. And it was the, but no, it, and it's fine. And it's the way he did it because, well, here's the thing. And I, and I want to justify myself because I think anybody that'll hear the first words out of my mouth and be like, shut up, Doug, no way. Was I surprised? I, I wasn't because not now I'm not saying about the timing or anything. And, and what you just said, like um, nobody would ever be ready for a guy like Buster Posey to retire. Nobody could ever prepare themselves enough until it actually happens. Sure. Um, was I surprised though? No, because you know um, I just look back at the last like three ish years, I guess maybe four, I know in 2018, he was an all-star and I'll get to his numbers and his accolades in a minute, but Rob and I are speaking from the heart here. Okay. So bear with us. But anyways, you know, 2018, he was an all-star, but his numbers weren't, they weren't that great. Um, you know, for, for Buster Posey. Um, 
2019, he, I think, really was a year where it was like, you know, this, this, we could be starting to see the like real end of a, of a good career from Buster Posey. And then 2020 comes along, like you said, and, you know, I never ever bitched or complained about why he took last year off. I totally understood it. I respect the hell of out of it. Yeah. Um, you know, good for you, dude. Like, and, and, and now he's, especially after today, we all, we all giants fans, we all knew this, how much, you know, like his family, his kids, his wife mean to him and a hundred percent respect that. And, um, you know, he reiterated that today in the press conference, but, um, the way he came back this year and, um, you know, he, he played in 114 games. I think he or 113 games, but I think he caught, you know, like 99 of them uh, or a hundred, somewhere right in there. Yeah. But anyways, and he was, I mean, right out of the gate, he had what three homers in the first four games or so, or like two, I don't remember. It was right out of the gate. And I was like, Whoa, this is, this is cool. This is, yeah. Like you said, you know, this is decade ago posy. Mm-hmm. And um, the way he sustained it and because of, you know, how they used him and they rested him, he was pretty sustainable for the majority of the season and ended up having, you know, one of the better careers or years of his career. And just because of how he came back after the year off was very productive. You know, they obviously win 107 games. I think you factor in, you know, there's a catcher waiting in the wings. Um, you know, I think he really embraced his time off last year with his family. I think all that accumulated together was like, I could see Buster Posey walking away, you know, like maybe, and I never really talked about it, but you know, back in like maybe August, September, it's like, you know, this could be, it could be never was like, for sure. He's retiring, but right. Very well could be. So when I got that news yesterday, I was just like, wow. Like, well, there it really is. There it is. Exactly. Um, And like you, you mentioned before the way he did it, you know, I just, I love, that's what I love about Buster Posey. I'm sure that's why you, what you love about him. Like he didn't say, you know, in March, Hey, this is going to be my last season. Um, you know, because he would get the whole shebang parade going around, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I think he knew then I, he knew then this was it because, you know, look at the timing. Like when does he announce it the day after the world series ends, yeah. you know, and it's like, and it happens to be, I know I, looking into this stuff like happens to be his hometown braves go in the world series um (laughs) you know like the time like he absolutely knew that he was doing this months ago i mean could you agree with that yeah i kind of got got that feeling you know hearing it immediately after and i don't think anybody in the fans organization was surprised i think they they at least had a good idea i mean we didn't know obviously you know I mean, it's pure speculation on our part, but you got to believe Gabe Kapler and probably guys like Brandon Crawford and Brandon Belt and Longoria, Chris Bryant, dudes who have been around the game for a while, who have probably know him better than better than most. You know, I think they probably had a good idea that this was going to be Buster's uh, last go, but yeah, eh, it doesn't make doesn't make us feel any better about it. But yeah, the way the way he's going out. The way he's kind of avoid, like I said, avoiding nothing is Derek Jeter. I, Derek Jeter was a great player, but you know, not doing the victory lap like he. We did. knew it and was his last year. He, you know? Yeah, and then yeah, of course, and he got even. He got, can you imagine? Because like, even the Red Sox fans gave Jeter a round of applause. I wouldn't want to see Dodger fans give Buster Posey a round of applause. And that as 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 cute and as romantic as that that might be at the time. <laughs> No, no, they I wouldn't want to see things like that. And they can say, hey, he was a great. I mean, I think they're I think the Dodgers Twitter account said today. They yeah, did. What, they yeah, they said what a, very nice. It was awesome. what a great what a great career and an outstanding yeah. competitor, an extraordinary winner. And, and the Giants I mean, would do the same when Clayton Kershaw retires. Yeah, yeah. of course. So yeah, I, I'm glad he's not doing that victory lap part of it and but it doesn't surprise me because that's not who he is he's not him he he likes to work in obscurity you know so totally agree um let's uh yeah so you know that's kind of our thoughts on this um just wanted to go over some stuff i mean it's you know he had a great year obviously he came up towards the end of 2009 which 
like I mentioned earlier, um, you know, the dude was drafted, you know, 14 months prior than that. I mean, just, it's crazy. Um, you know, uh, I kind of wanted to, I kind of wanted to go through his numbers, but like chronologically and talk a little, because I think I'm really, it's really fascinating. If you look at his, you know, his 12 years, um, obviously 2010, he played in 108 games. Um, you know, that I think the giants knew by like may, you know, this is this is our guy, and he's ready to go now. And I think that the special thing about Buster Posey was it wasn't just about this. This is a rare hitting generational hitting catcher or catcher. Um, you know, he's great behind the plate. He's great with the staff. Um, it was a guy that you know they were comfortable bringing in because he wasn't going to be overwhelmed or phased by anything, and he wasn't. I mean. So in 2010, 108 games, hit 305 right out of the gate, 18 homers, 67 bombs, wins rookie of the year. Obviously, the Giants go on to win the World Series that year, their first in San Francisco history. Great start to Buster Posey's career. Um, 2011 comes along, and, you know, he gets 45 games in, and uh, he's having a, a pretty decent start to the season. And then he gets trucked at home plate by Scott Cousins and the Marlins. Mm -hmm. And then his season's done. Um, and that was devastating because, you know, obviously the Giants had hopes of repeating that year. And, you know, they had all pretty much the same team back. Um, they mm -hmm. were good. They were playing well. And then Posey goes down. And the team, you know, they, if I remember correctly, they, they competed throughout that season, but it just wasn't the same. You know, well, they of course were, not. They were without their anchor. So, I mean, like two, through, through 2011, like, how are you feeling about, you know, Posey's impact on the Giants? I mean, I think after, you know, him going down on the collision home plate with Cousins, yeah, that kind of put things in perspective at the time. You know, we, we, we know things now after all these years, you know, hindsight's 2020, but, you know, at, at that point, we, we, we could have been taking him a little bit for granted at that point. Like, you know, he, he comes up and he, like you said, he, we, they win the world series, you know, he takes the best pitching staff in baseball and manages them to a title taking, especially taking Benji Molina's place. I mean, that's not easy. Benji Molina, people forget Benji Molina was very, very good. He was good. Yeah. You know, yeah. he, he flipped to the Texas Rangers mid season and they got to the world series with, you know, with Cliff Lee and, uh, you know, CJ Wilson and good guys, guys like that, you know, yep. a, a great staff, Colby Lewis, you know, dudes like that. And so it's not, you know, you don't flip on a guy like Molina unless you, you really know how good Posey is. And we might take that for granted at the time, but yeah. then in 11, he goes down. I believe that was a May game against the Marlins. It, it was late May. I yeah. remember. I, it's one of those things where like, you, you'll never forget where you were, you know, I was at my dad's house and watching it and it was, uh, mm -hmm. it was very sad. And, and then, yeah, the season just wasn't the same after that. And you, it just kind of came in, in the perspective watching guys like Eli Whiteside trying to manage that pitching staff and okay, this, oh, this team's going to do anything, you know, they, they need buffs or back pine home play. I mean, this is, you know, this is going to be tough to you in year two, you know, you don't you usually don't view a guy in year two as irreplaceable, but, at that point, we kind of knew, damn, they can get, they might be able to get by without Buster for a little bit, but if they're going to win championships, yeah. you know, they have to let him heal up and get back to, you know, full form. And, and he, to his credit, you know, he, he does in 2012. And what, what's he do? He, he wins the damn MVP and the Giants win another World Series. So, yeah, I mean, probably about around July of July, August of 2011, you know, you could see how important. Buster was not not just that not just that season because we knew, we knew it was going to back the Giants were toast. to the organization yeah to the organization just to the to the future it's like damn like yeah. they got they have a lot of eggs in that dude's basket right now and yeah so two thousand like you said two thousand twelve comes around and the dude is just incredible you know he appears in one hundred forty eight games hits three thirty six that year twenty four home runs. Um, which is a career high, 103 RBIs, which was a career high. Obviously, like you said, the Giants won the World Series that year again for the second time in third years. He won the he wins the NL MVP. Um, he's an All Star, Silver Slugger, uh, and wins his first NL Comeback Player of the Year. 
Um, Buster right. Posey in 2012 was the best player in baseball. And that was a fun year because, you know, and who could go into the weeds off that, but remember like in, in before Melky got, you know, suspended him and Melky Cabrera were going back and forth for a batting title. Uh, and I think uh, that was crazy. Um, but yeah, P- Posey ended up holding him off. And then 2013 uh, has a really uh, another solid year. Um, you know, as an all-star again, hits 294, 15 home runs, 72 ribs. And then 2014, uh, surprisingly enough, he was not an all-star this year. Um, mm-hmm. Appeared in 147 games, uh, 22 home runs, 89 RBIs, finishes sixth in MVP voting, and wins another Silver Slugger. So that's his third World Series, obviously, in five years. Um, kid is our, I mean, he's kid, he's 27 already at the time, but um, you know, through 2014, uh, I wanted to ask you this, like, how did the Giants win any world series without Buster Posey through 2014? I would say no, probably to, not. Right. Tell you the truth. And I think, I think at that point, it's when we all kind of understood and the, the, how good was the pitching staff? Absolutely amazing. One of the best in baseball, yeah. if not the best, you know, with your, I mean, you, you go over the, those years, you know, you got your, the whole list of guys like, 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 like Linscom and Matt Cain and Masson Bumgarner and Barry Zito, Jonathan Sanchez, Jake Peavy, Jake Peavy coming over, the Ryan Vogel song, you know, Resurrection Story and yeah, Tim yeah. Hudson, a Renaissance year in 14. And just, you know, do they do all that without Buster Posey behind home plate? You know, it's, if you, if you ask all, all those guys, probably not you know i mean if you've been paying attention to anything to social media today i mean all the all the shout outs and you know reaching out those guys have done to him and telling him you know how great of a career he had and how he's paul fan bound and yeah seeing things like that ma- makes me kind of understand even guys like J- jeremy appell too i've heard the open hobby lopez and you know guys you know guys like brian wilson and you know santiago casilla and dudes like that you know i don't i we don't, well, we don't know, but you know, Buster caught every single one of those playoff games and every big game down the stretch. I mean, it, it, this wasn't like it was this year where Buster was taking two, two to three days off, off a week for load management and this and that. Like, no, he was out there almost five, five, six days a week, almost on average back then. So, no, I think it's, no, I think it's ludicrous to think he or, or think Giants win those World Series without him. It just, it doesn't make sense to me. I'll speed things up. 2015 through 2018, um, he's an all-star. Four straight years. Uh, puts up great numbers. But in that 2018 year, he plays in 105 games. He only has five home runs and 41 runs batted in that year. And this was a, the year, I believe, um, where he really started to wear down. He was 31, um, you know, which, you know, generally history says this is kind of like the back end of your prime. Um, catchers are kind of like, I'm sure you can agree with me on this. Catchers are kind of like, uh, running backs in the NFL though. You know, you're not, you, you get your anomalies like an Adrian Peterson or a Frank Gore that can, you know, run into their mid to late thirties. Yeah. But you know, even the great ones, uh, they start dying out by the time they hit 30, 31, um, ca- catching's not easy. <laughs> and no, so, it's not. but yeah, 2018, 105 games. And I believe that's the year, um, he had that hip issue and, um, you know, I think towards the end of that year, a lot of us Giants fans were like, and, and they were they were really bad then. That was a bad year for the Giants. I believe they uh, lost almost 100 games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was kind of like, well, you know, we had a we had a great, you know, like nine years out of Buster, ten years out of Buster, and uh, he's starting to slow down now. And then 2019, he appears in 114 games, so not much more than the year before. And you're like, okay, he's now now he's really starting to wear. Only seven home runs, 38 RBIs. Right. Um, and then last year comes, and everything's weird. And we don't know how many games we're going to get. And Buster Posey comes out um, not much before, you know, the season started on, like, July 23rd, I think. And, you know, he comes out and says, I'm not going to play. I, I, You know, we just adopted these twins. I want to stay home with them. I don't think it's safe for me, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
Yeah. Again, respect the hell out of all that. Of course. Yeah. So going into this year, I, I mean, did we have, did you have any idea what you were going to get out of Buster Posey? Like, what were you expecting back in March out of Buster Posey in 2021? You know, I was just kind of expecting him to come in and be average, to tell you the truth. Uh, you know, sure, a year off for a catcher's legs, I'm told, is a big deal. That's what I'm told. But still, this is this I'm is told. To, yeah, I'm told. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, if you dare watch Caddyshack, go ahead and watch Caddyshack, please. <laughs> That's, yeah, but whatever Rob and I say, I'm told. And we have to say it with that accent. Thank you, Maggie. Okay, go yes, ahead. Yes, Yeah. So, yeah, Doug and I do that every day at some point. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, you know, he, he, he comes in and I'm thinking he's, I hope he's just ha, ha, has a good year, just has a decent year, you know, cause sure. Even with the year off, I'm like, did this guy, he's, a, you know, he's in his mid thirties now. And what can you, what can you expect out of a catcher in his mid thirties? Cause at this point people forget. Yeah. Or, or maybe they don't forget, but people, I think people overlook that most teams view catchers, most teams, View catchers is just a, a defensive weapon, and they hit him seventh, sixth, eighth, eighth, yeah. just down in the lineup. But hey, call call a good game, play defense. That's your job. Don't worry about that. Don't, don't worry about nothing else. Offense is a plus. But for him to come in this year, and you know, I know he didn't qualify the first couple couple months because he wasn't he he didn't have like the the qualification for appearances. I played appearances, but I mean, he was, God, he was hitting three, three forty, three, three fifty the first couple months of the year. It's like, how, and mind you, Buster Posey is one of the slowest people in America, you know? <laughs> and so he, this is a guy who doesn't have any cheap hits ever, probably his whole career, you know? So for him to come out and do what he did early in the year, I mean, I was, I was shocked. I'm like, where, and plus, what like 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 you mentioned earlier, Doug, the early season power, and that dwindled off as time as time went on. But still, you know, for him to hit what eighteen home runs this year is what he yeah. ended up yeah. with, right? Eighteen home runs, but for him to hit like five or six in the first couple of weeks, just right out the gates, is like whoa, you know, like did that year off really, you know, generate that that much life into him? So when you're when you're seeing things like that and, and looking at it like that you're thinking damn that year off man that, this is good this is gonna piece it a parlay of this into a maybe a new contract and this and that and a lot more money and you know but clearly as we know now you know he wasn't thinking that far ahead but but yeah just but to, to answer the question yeah i didn't think he would be more than a middle of the road catcher at least at least offensively defensively i feel like buster's always going to give you you know the top of the line stuff calling games and you know managing and pitching staff and you know throwing runners out he's always gonna i i still thought he, he could be a, a top five catcher in the game in that regard but for him to me it was what he did offensively is what stood stood out to to me this year and which i think is why a lot of people are so shocked that he's walking away right now when he clearly could get so much more if if he desired but you know i think everything that had to go right or near perfect for buster posey and the giants this year did and um you know i i remember um we did our season preview um with giants chatter and we did over under over under on you know games that buster posey catches because we knew and, and we knew the game plan was this the Giants will value his rest, and they did. Uh, like I said, I think he caught 99 games. Um, you know, he was uh, number two. He was not going to play first base this year. He didn't play one pitch of first base this year. Soccer. Nope. Um, and it was, yeah. It, but you know what? I think that and having a formidable, you know, backup option in Kurt Casale, who – you know, was was a solid number two catcher for the Giants, especially yes. defensively behind the plate. And then, you know, really started to get his bat like to a respectable level about halfway through the season. But anyways, that was key for Buster Posey because it was all about sustainability. It was all about can we get Buster, you know, it doesn't even matter what he's done 
uh, up until September, October. And remind, I mean, remind everybody, this was a third place team that ended up winning 107 games. This team was not supposed to be in October. Um, I mean, their ceiling was a, you know, a road wild card loss. <laughs> I mean, it, I just, just kind of tying in the preseason expectations, like everything mm-hmm. that went right for Buster Posey did, he got his days off when he needed, um, but they played him perfectly to where he never really had like a huge struggle. Um, he was pretty productive for the majority of the year. 18 home runs, 56 runs batted in, hit 304, 390 on base, and he slugged 499. Um, Buster Posey was, again, one of the top catchers in the game um, behind the plate and at the plate. It was like it was 2015 all over again. Yes. And um, so, you know, obviously he goes in the postseason. And uh, so I think I think it's like <sighs> – I know it's, it's a bittersweet feeling. This is a bittersweet episode that we're doing, but it's like, dude, he's going away at the perfect time. If you tie everything in together, because, um, you know, and, and that's why I wanted to go, I know this took like 15 minutes, but that's why I kind of wanted to go over his chronological year by year, because, yeah. you know, I think the lot, like the last year or two going into 2020 and the year he didn't play, and it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, the downtrend's there. And then for what he did this year, and now he's going to go out after that, um, dude, like freaking kudos, bro. Like that's a ton of respect. He's going out playing pretty damn good baseball. Right. Um, and we haven't even, I mean, I think you touched on it, but we haven't even talked about the dude, the dude's leaving 22 million on the table because the giants were you know, we were talking halfway through, like the Giants are probably going to decline that option. And then, um, you know, maybe they'll talk Buster into a one or two year deal for cheaper and he'll stay, which, you know, up until like September was probably a realistic option. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they have so much money available next year. It was like with how he's played this year, you know, let's just pick up that option and give him the 22 mil next year. And I think the Giants were ready to do that. Do you do you think they were ready to pay him the 22 next year? I, I think they were. Like I, I, I was I was with you. And we talked about how, yeah, they could sit down with Buster and try to tip table out and work out a new deal to where it'd be beneficial for for Buster and then for the team and you know as, as a whole, because you know, Buster's main objective I think we all know has been to win you know whatever you know whatever it takes to win and I I don't even think it got to that point I think if Buster said hey like I'm gonna pick up or you pick up that team option for for 22 million if you don't do that you know forget it so and believe me the Giants if it came down to that they would have picked up that 22 million dollar option and kept him around I'm pretty pretty damn sure and it really so, cemented a feeling that like we were all sure. I think we were all pretty positive about this. Like he didn't want to play anywhere else. No, he didn't want to no. play anywhere else. No, I, he never ever gave off that perception, at least in my eyes. And yeah. and apparently, based off today, and there to the organization organization's eyes, it, this was just something that he had clearly thought about. And you know, it, it, it's funny. We, you know, we talk about how you leave twenty two million dollars on, on the table. What kind of person does that? And you know, nobody that you and I know would do that. But you look at a guy like Albert Pujols, you know, who is going to play forever as long as the Angels are paying <laughs> off that contract. And God bless, I would, I do the same thing. I, I would play for the Orioles, the Dodgers, the Rays, the Twins, you know, the Marlins. I don't care. As if the Angels are paying off that contract, I am going to keep playing baseball because that that that's a, a ridiculous amount of money. You know, for a guy who's going to be playing once or twice a week for, for for the rest of his days, and but to no surprise, you know, Buster Posey does not want to go down that route, and he's going to go out on his own terms. And as much as it sucks right now, and believe me, I, I, I it's I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet with this. I can't wrap my head around it that he's not going to be playing baseball. He's not playing baseball. He's not, he's not playing for the Giants anymore because he's been the guy for so long. And I just, I, uh, this sucks. This just sucks really bad right now.
The Say Hey Podcast is sponsored by Mantica Bedquarters. Whether you're located in the Bay Area or the Central Valley, head out to Mantica and visit Mantica Bedquarters for great rates on mattresses from Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, and other top brands. Mantica Bedquarters also has bedroom furniture and bedding accessories. Located on the corner of Main and Yosemite in Manteca, visit MantecaBedquarters.com for more details. So I posted a, a question on Giants Chatter, our Facebook group that we run, and it was simple. It said, I said, Giants fans, what is your favorite Buster Posey moment? Um, and, you know, there are so many. <clears throat> I feel like there are several, like, obvious ones. Um, I mean, how about, how about we'll, uh, we'll start off with ours and then we'll read through some of the comments. So okay. I'll, I'll let you start off first, Rob. Like okay. what, what is your going to go down as your all time Buster Posey moment? Okay. Well, for me, my favorite Buster Posey moment was, which is, it's probably going to be for uh, same as a lot of people's on the giants. And I'm sure you know where I'm going with this one. I do. It's the first sip of Gatorade he took when he hit that dugout. Sure. Yeah. That's what it was. That's what it was. No, I mean, for me, in a, in a Giants uniform on the big league level, you know, him, you know, hitting that grand slam off Matt Latos is something I will never, ever, ever forget where I was, what I was doing, what day it was, what time it was. And that, that was probably the coolest, most badass alpha thing I've ever seen in my life. And, <laughs> and you just, and I, I'm sure at the time I was texting you, I was texting my dad, I was texting everybody. Oh, and it was, it, it was one, it was a weird, it, this is an elimination game, mind you guys, for all you younger people, this is 2012, an elimination game in the division series. This game started like 10 in the morning. It was, it was stu- early. It was stupid. And at the time I'm working at food for less. And I, I was doing a, you know, schoolwork on, on, on my computer. I, I had to be at work at one thirty that, that day. And I'm like, damn, if this game runs long, I'm going to be the most pissed off person in the world. If this game runs long, cause I cannot miss this. This is before smartphones were that smart. So I couldn't just track it on my phone, but he, they, he comes up, you know, this basically the situation is Matt Latos and Ryan Hannigan's catching and they're, they're talking and they're, you know, okay, how are we going to pitch this to him? What blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, and freaking Latos just flops one in there, just so so fat and so juicy. And who's the catcher? Was it Ryan Hannigan? It was Ryan Ryan Hannigan. <laughs> and Matt, Ryan and, away. And Buster Posey just turns on this ball. And yes, yeah, Cincinnati is a band box. We all know that. And but he would have hit that ball in the upper deck almost any damn stadium out there. Like he pissed on that ball Ryan Ryan Hannigan as soon as he hit that ball turns around and looks at the backstop and probably shot, gives the biggest f-bomb of all time and <laughs> Matt Latos doesn't even look at it walks away and this is Matt Latos you know from the San Diego days and talking all this mm-hmm. crap you know mm-hmm. he really tried to ignite that that Giants Padres rivalry when he was in San Diego and they let him go he goes to the Reds and of course he's pitching game five and LDS against the Giants and the Giants mess him up and Posey hits that grand slam off him. And, and he it never was, really heard much of Matt Latos after that. No, no, uh, yeah. Matt Latos might have fell face of the earth after that pitch, for all I know. Nobody no, knows. Matt with one T. And that's true. It was just the most God buster. If you at the time, if you're ever gonna just stick somebody's face in it right now, please do it right here. This, this is the time, please. And he just he did not let us down. And for me, that was that was a, a fantastic moment, probably my favorite, and I'd say an underrated one, kind of, you know, under the radar one was probably Game One of the, NL, the 2010 NLDS catching Lens come when I was not bought into the Giants at all. Hey, cool, they made the playoffs, cool, cool, cool. But what they do, they got this rookie catcher, they got Lens come who's just a strikeout fiend. What are they what are they gonna do when it really matters though? And he goes out, Lens comes straight with 14. And, Buster calls the game and he, he hits, he has an RBI single that night too, for the only run. He counts for the only run of the game, a one, nothing victory against Atlanta, you know, at, at Pac Bell at the time, I believe it was my best BC. I don't know, but was, they won that game. It was freshly AT&T. Freshly. Yeah. Maybe I'm freshly AT&T, but at that point it was one of those things where it's like, okay, 
damn, okay, that that was that was impressive. You know, you got, you got your young battery right there in the biggest game of both their lives. Yeah, obviously step up and you know get the job done. So that would if that that game is more remembered for Tim come But I think about Buster Posey a lot in that game too, just because that was his first playoff game, and you know that was big time stuff. But I, I have to say this, you know, my favorite Buster Posey moment was when I got my guy's autograph in Stockton. That was my favorite Buster Posey moment. This is like 2008. And the Jose Giants, this is the Jose Giants team. I have to map this out. This team had Masson Bumgarner, Connor Gillespie, Tim Alderson, Nick Noonan, Brandon Crawford, Angel Villalona, Roger Kieschnick, and Darren Ford. These are all that loaded. Was Sanz- yes, 2008 San Jose Giants team, and of course, you know, I mean, I know about the other guys too, but of course, yeah, Buster Posey, hey, hey, fifth pick in the draft, Golden Spikes winner. My happy ass is getting down there to get his autograph. So, and God bless his soul, he's down there autographing, you know, everybody's balls and stuff, and you know, gloves and hats and this and that, and I'll and. Nice, nice guy. Autographs my baseball, round the sweet spot. I'm like, hey, Buster, yo, he shakes my hand. I'm like, hey, have a great career. And he's like, he's like, hey, man, so I'm gonna try, man. You know, you know, this is, this, you know, this is a lot of work because you gotta remember, Buster's coming off being a shortstop, a first baseman, a pitcher, and a catcher, and, and it's like his, this is like his fourth or fifth minor league game. He's like, yeah, it's, it's a lot of work right now, but yeah, we're, we're yeah, I'm gonna keep at it. We're all working at it. I'm like, oh man, good luck. And this guy behind me. Bust out this Florida State life size poster of Buster Posey. He goes, Hey, Buster, can I get you to autograph this? And me and like the 20 other people in that little group right there look at this guy and we're like, What what the hell? And he goes, And Buster goes, Wow, sir, where'd you get that? <laughs> and he's like, He's like, I've had it for, for a couple of years, been saving it. He's like, Wow, okay, yeah, bring it here. And he autographs it. And the guy walks away. He goes, "Damn, that was weird." <laughs> and, and, and the guy walk. And the guy walks away. And yeah, we all get a good laugh about it. But yeah, some some good Buster Posey memories over over the years. But what do you got there, Doug? What what you got? Well, uh, you know, I I try not to overthink things because I mean, you can think of a ton. I mean, um, from the no hitters and and yeah. all the I know it's I, I never really got into the like the whole Buster hug thing but you know I think the great thing about and and we'll kind of finish up in a little bit on this but like the legacy of Buster Posey was like I said earlier he was always so stoic and then um you know when it called for it you could see emotion come out of him and that's because something big happened to an individual or they won a very big game and um I, I love that about Buster Posey. Buster Posey, you literally can't say a bad thing about the guy. Um, he just had a career of, you know, near perfectness, if that makes any sense. He never made any mistakes. He never got in trouble. He never said anything controversial. He was just great. I mean, if I wanted to do like a week overall memory, it's that I'll, I'll remember Buster Posey as just being – one of the best dudes, one of the, you know, that happened to be hella good at the game um, and, you know, just respect for the game and a guy that it's cheesy and cliche and I don't care, but you, you can tell like, he just, he's a really good family dude. Yeah. And I just, I love that about him. I mean, and that's, I, I get why people cheese over Buster Posey because, you know, like Masson Bumgarner is an all-time giant, but I look at the other factors. He's moved on to another team. You know, he was an asshole sometimes on the mound. Uh, Tim wants to come like, even though I co- I don't care about it, but like he had his, his weed issues. He, he had a short, like, you know, like he wasn't like great for super long. Um, you know, like Matt Kane had a, you know, a couple of like Matt Kane, you could, you could almost, is probably the like right below Buster Posey of being like that perfect all-time giant. I would say, um, yeah. Okay, very, very good point, by the way. Yeah. We, 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 we as a fan base do not talk about Matt Cain enough. No, no, yeah, absolutely. And but <laughs> when you think of like a guy, a player, a human, um, Buster Posey's right there. Um, and okay, I mean, I'm going on and on. 
So again, back to not overthinking it. It's absolutely the Grand Slam in Cincinnati. Um, Because, yeah, I remember where I was. I was at my parents um, watching with my mom and my sister. Um, You know, and and the magnitude of that moment, the Giants were down 2-0 in the series. Then Reverend Hunter Pence gets the dugout going, you know, like, okay, these are professionals. They don't need that. Well, you know what? It worked the next two games and they tied it up 2 two. They go back to Cincinnati. And, you know, when Buster Posey just absolutely, you know, as the great Mike Kruko says, got both cheeks into this ball uh, and <laughs> hits it off the front of the upper deck. And I remember when it hits off the upper, the, the, the upper deck it's got buster posey's season totals up there and i just remember like every time that ball i see hitting off the the upper deck portion it's like oh dude i remember he hit 336 that year <laughs> like i don't know why i always remember that but then also um it goes down as one of the top calls i'll ever i'll ever remember and um john miller's like my guy like if i had yeah. i the all four of the Giants broadcast team, fantastic. But if I had to go with one guy, it's John Miller. Um, yeah. And a grand slam for Buster Posey. Like, that. I'll never forget that. Um, and just the way he said it was perfect. And, yeah, that's absolutely my favorite uh, Buster Posey memory. Um, because after that, you know, even though, you know, they got down 3-1 to the Cardinals in that next series. Um, yeah. Uh, no, that's in fourteen. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I'm I'm totally off on my years here. But anyways, Cardinals. Oh, yeah, uh, they get they yeah, got some card- Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, that was the, the Cardinals r- rally Zito. Yes, my bad. Yes. Um, but you know, like after that, it was like I felt really comfortable with the Giants moving forward, and then they go sweep a damn good Tigers team to win the World Series. So yeah, that's that's my favorite posing moment. But you know, looking at some of the answers here on Giants chatter. Sorry, we're prolonging, but it's okay tonight. Um, cousin Freddie Lewis, Robbie. Cousin Freddie. Cousin Fred. Uh, you know, the great former giant who uh I believe he hit for the cycle on Mother's Day. Is that correct? Pink uh, bat. <laughs> yep. He his favorite memory uh in a group, he says game seven of the 14 World Series when he's watching the pop-up that would become the final oh. out, and he turns to look at Bad Bum knowing oh. they just cemented their dynasty. That's a great one. Oh, such um, a I didn't even think about that one, honestly. That is such a good if you one. remember, I remember like he's he's like looking, he's looking at the ball and then he looks back at Bumgarner, looks at the ball of Bumgarner. I do remember that, and that's a great call. Great call, Freddie. Um, something weird, right. you know, because I was watching that game with you, and I did something similar towards yeah. you. You you didn't mm-hmm. see me, so but yeah, <laughs> I do remember that. I jumped in the pool after that game. Yeah. Um, I'll try. I'll try and kind of speak to these. Steven Rosetto, uh, you know, our guy who works for SF Bay, uh, our other admin. He said, I mean, it has to be the Grand Slam in Cincinnati. Obviously, Rob and I agree. Uh, Matthew Mitchell said, catching Matt Cain's perfect game. Yeah, I mean, so good. Uh, and because a lot of people say that that's one of the greatest perfect games ever because of the way Buster Posey called that game that night. Um, and Matt Cain, how many pitches did he shake off that night? Zero. Zero. Um, Chris, our buddy Chris Corbett, he says the slam's the obvious choice, but uh, beat him half being halfway to the dugout after the or before the ump call strike three. That was Buster was cool with that. He used to love doing that. Uh, Daniel Velasquez, uh, great mind in our Giants chatter. He says, oh, yeah. Ishikawa walk off. There was calm, cool, and always in control. Buster literally jumping for joy and losing his mind like the rest of us. Very that true. was a personal best vertical jump for him. <laughs> um, Eric Nathanson, uh, our other buddy. I'm kind of partial partial to the final out in 2010. Buster running out uh, on the mound, uh, mm-hmm. but looking back in the dugout because he had no idea who to hug. He was just so excited. It was so pure. That's true. I remember him running out to the mound, kind of just looking everywhere. <laughs> yeah, doing this. Uh, ah. Yeah, Charlie, our buddy, uh, other admin, the first World Series winning Buster hug in 2010. Um, Drew uh, also agrees. Uh, the final out against the Royals in the 14. Uh, <laughs> Yoki Rivero, grand slam off that dumbass Latos yeah. in Cincinnati uh yeah i mean there's so many of these i could just keep going on and on um uh sharita lane i hope i'm saying your right name right uh the battery grand slams that was that was cool uh him and madison bungarner hit a grand slam in the same game it's the was it the rockies they did that Uh, it might have been that's my guess i don't know i'm just i'm just guessing but yeah yeah, i remember the game i remember i remember it happening 
I'm sorry if I couldn't get to all these, but yeah, I mean, if, if you want to see all of our answers, make sure you're on Giants Chatter on Facebook, uh, link in the description below. So, you know, we, we can go on and on talking about Buster Posey and um, an underrated moment, Doug, I have to say was that he led Bryce yeah. Harper and Hunter Strickland fight. That's true. That's true. <laughs> he didn't get in the uh, way. He let him go. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's true. I do remember that. Um, you know, I, I'll ask this and then we'll kind of run into our last topic here about the future. Um, you know, like we've gone over stats. I mean, we didn't even mention that, you know, in um, 2009 or I'm sorry, in 2000 and uh 12 you know he he catches matt kane's uh perfect game 2013 he catches tim linscombe's first no hitter in san diego in 2014 he catches tim linscombe's um second no hitter in san francisco yes uh and then in 2015 he catches chris heston's no no um at at new york against the mets so i forgot forgot one Yeah. yeah so um add that to his to his bank and i'll 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 run with these final because i rob gets annoyed when i when i do all the accolades but it's cool i'm just joking no it's fine dude this special night won the mvp in 2012 rookie of the year in 2010 seven-time all-star three-time world champion uh won a gold glove four-time silver slugger uh won a batting title in 2012 and obviously he won um, NL Comeback Player of the Year in 2012 after the broken leg and 2021 after taking last year off uh, for the COVID season. Um, and he played for one team. And he played for one team. And I, I love that about Buster Posey's legacy. So, um, you know, what impact or legacy, Rob, does Buster Posey leave the San Francisco Giants? I know that's a loaded question. Oh, my gosh. I mean, what, what? – kind of late i mean good luck joey bart is all i can really say good luck patrick bailey good luck anybody who has to follow you know the, this guy i mean he leaves a legacy of doing things the right way i mean that's so stupid and cliche i hate that I actually just you're 100 percent right though i dude. hate you're that right. i said it but i mean he just he did things the right way and and i don't these poor guys you know, from a fan standpoint, I think we always felt, especially especially in, in big games, in big games, we always felt like if Buster was behind the dish, things were probably gonna be okay. They were gonna get through they were gonna get through whatever jam they were in. And I mean it, it's just a legacy of winning and team first and doing things the right way and not getting too you know too caught up in 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 one in one moment you know and that and that's such a big big part about sports you know sports is all about momentum and you know and ex, you know excitement and you know into individual moments you know buster he would hit a home run and or, or he would throw somebody out or hit, had a big two out knock or something and you know he would never make the moment bigger than what it was it's a it was it was a play in the game you know, it was a, a a big moment, sure. You know, an important RBI, sure. He throws a guy out. You know, like when he threw out Jay Bruce at third in that in that NLDS game where he hit the grand slam. You know, a couple of people talked about that earlier today on Twitter. You know, that was such a huge moment, and you know, he never made things bigger than what they were. Just a play in the game, and we're moving on because it, it's like it's like that old. If you've ever seen Bull Durham, where Crash Davis, where Crash Davis and Nuke, you know, Nuke Lelouch are talking on the mound, and Nuke Lelouch strikes out like six, seven people in a row, and they go back to the dugout, and, and you know, Nuke Lelouch is like, yeah, I was feeling great out there, and Crash Davis goes, Ah, you're, you know, you're 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 hanging your change up, you know, you're flat <laughs> on your fastball, you're this and that, and you know, and Nuke goes, Can't you let me just enjoy the moment? And Crash Davis goes, The moment's over, and just. That was Buster Posey. I mean, we never played with him, but that's how it always felt. And he just did things the right way, and he moved on to the next step. And he never, you know, he never skipped, you know, any steps. And so, yeah, and like, yeah, that that's a very loaded question, Doug, because this is <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, he just did everything the right way, and 
you know, and hope just hopefully guys like Joey Bart, Kirk Sally, Patrick Bailey, whoever whoever's coming, you know, ha, you know has taken just little little nuggets of what he left he left out there, you know, for all of us to see. And you know, luckily for them, you know, they were able to to be around him a bit. And yeah, it's a tough act to follow, no doubt about it. You know, um, when it comes for for me, it's it's pretty much same across the lines like you just said. It's cliche stuff, but it's true. You know, just a guy that you could depend on, um, team first guy. You know, he was he was always like I, I think I think we kind of just got comfortable with taking Buster Posey for granted, and and that's why I think the huge legacy. Uh, you know, we got through two months to come and he moved on and, you know, he had his rough ending to his career, whatever, you know, Madison Bumgarner, um, you know, obviously he's still pitching and he's in the same division. So we still see him, but um, you know, like I said, he was never perfect, um, you know, and then guys like uh, uh, Matt Kane or, you know, uh, even, even though he started like the next, I, can you agree with me? Like the next thing to feel this close will be when uh, like, it would be if, you know, two more years go by and Brandon Crawford retires um, just because yeah. they were so quiet. They worked their asses off. They did everything the right way. They stayed with one team. Um, and I just, I feel like that's, I, it's going to be weird knowing Buster Posey's not in the dugout next year. Last yeah. year was, was different because we knew, you know, he was going to come back, sure. um, but you know, he's not going to come back now. And so that's, it's sad, but it's, it's the truth. And um, it's going to be weird, uh, you know, not seeing Posey's name in the lineup or even seeing him in the dugout. And so, yeah, yeah that's, that's that kind of legacy that, that this guy's going to leave. And, um, you know, we, we could, go off on a whole other episode talking about him in the hall of fame. Pretty, pretty freaking sure this guy's going to end up in the hall of fame. Now, you know, when it comes to first ballot, you know, some writers are a lot of idiots. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't, I and try and get too cute with their votes. I would think that he will be on the first ballot, but would I be surprised if maybe it slips to the second or third year? No, I wouldn't. Um, but Buster Posey should be a first ballot hall of famer. I I would totally agree with you there, but yeah. you know what? A Barry Bond still isn't in, so so that's true. So <laughs> and, and, and go back things... to episode ten, we'll hear our thoughts about that. <laughs> uh, but you know, with all that being said, these last fifty-five minutes, um, what does this mean for the Giants moving forward? I mean, we have the timing. The timing for everything, just in my opinion, works out perfectly because you have a guy waiting in the wings who's almost 25 in Joey Bart, who had a fantastic year in AAA Sacramento. He's ready now. He can't prove anything else in the minors. And now he's getting his shot. Um, You know, Kirk Casale, I'm pretty damn sure um, that he will, uh, you know, probably be tendered and the Giants will, uh, you know, if they don't agree on something, they'll go to, you know, arbitration. Actually, I think that's the series uh, arbitration eligible. Um, I think Kurt Casale will be back um, this upcoming year. And then, yeah, you have, you know, your guys like uh, Patrick Bailey, who's probably going to start the year in Eugene and maybe end up, uh, you know, in Richmond or maybe even Sacramento by the end of the year. But the Giants have catchers and it's time for Joey Bart. And I'm excited for that. I'm not, I'm not excited to turn the page on Buster Posey, but I'm excited no. for what the Giants are, you know, doing after this last year. I'm excited for, you know, these next couple of months for to see what Farhan and Scott Harris are going to do. But um, I'm excited for Joey Bart. And I think sure. because I, I, I was thinking these last couple weeks, you know, like if Buster Posey comes back, um, Joey Bart's going to get traded. Because what's he going to yeah. do? Just sit in Sacramento? He's not going to be a backup in San Francisco. Because right. I thought about that. I'm like, if Buster Posey's back in 2022, Joey Bart's absolutely getting moved. Um, right. But now we don't have to worry about that. Um, right. I'm excited for the future. I'm excited for Joey Bart. So, you know, what does this mean for you for the Giants moving forward? Yeah, you know, it's God, it's only been like a, a day and a half. But, <laughs> dude, the text I have gotten from so many people about 
you know, God, I'm not racy buster go. And I don't think, I don't think Joey Bart's, you know, up to, up to snuff, you know, I think he's, you know, I just don't think he's like, he's on Buster's level. I think, you know, he's, he's a little too cocky, this and that. And I'm like, Whoa, I mean, Oh, let's well, first of all, we can't just, we can't just compare every catcher the giants have going forward to Buster Posey. That's not no. fair. <laughs> Buster, Buster, might he's the best catcher of his generation. Sorry, Yachty, but he's the best catcher of his generation. But you know, I I'm with you, man. I super excited for Joey Bart because I think he's very good. I think he can play, and there is absolutely nothing this this guy can do down in Sacramento to Prove up his stock. Better. I mean, he, he. I mean, in my opinion, the last few months last year, he was playing down to competition. You know, for everything I heard and you know saw with stats and people who were there and just like, oh, he's just. He's hanging out. He's working on his craft. He's do, he's doing all the right things, but you know this guy's a big leaguer, and you know bust. But if if the Giants had anybody besides Buster Posey, he'd be on this team right now. That's that was what I was, I had been told numerous times. So I am very excited to have a potential battery of Kirk Casale and Joey Bart next year. I I can't wait because I I think the absolute world of Kirk Casale and him calling games and. You know, same thing, kind of like with Posey. He does a lot of the little things right defensively and works with the pitching staff. And, you know, even when he's not pitching that day, you know, he's on top of everything. And that is the type of guy that if it's not Buster Posey, you would want Joey Bart to be around a guy like Kirk Sally who doesn't skip any, you know, any of the little things. And, and you know, so for me, it's it's exciting to see a guy like Joey Bart finally get you know, get, get his shot you know, up there with the big club and, and it sucks. It sucks to talk about, you know, in, in terms of the team in the future right now, but Buster Posey walking away, it does, it does free up a little bit of money for that's 22 mil next year that you don't tw- have 22 to, million dollars uh, that to, we, you, me, Brooks, Chris, Steven, you know, Eric, Charlie, you know, everybody, we, it's, we didn't talk about that because we didn't even consider it really, except Steven, you know, maybe a little bit, you know, with his uh, crazy prediction that actually came true with Posey retiring. But yeah, that's $22 million now. Now the, the Giants have a lot of, a lot of money freed up, you know, in this off season from last year. And what will they do with it? I mean, we're, we're going to find out. I'm not, we can talk, we can talk about, you know, that, that stuff later, but I mean, it does make things a little bit more intriguing going into the offseason. Like, damn, you know what? It, I'll, I'll go out on a limb right now. Is they're not going to go out and get another catcher? I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I think we can, you know, close the book on that. You can't go out and get another Buster Posey or, or anything like that. But you know, with with you know a lot of good pitching prospects, yeah, you, know, you know, out there, you know, free agents. That's a really good year salary for a really good player. It really is, you know, 20 million, 20 million bucks, you know, and I I could um, be way off on this number, but that could be, it's probably a little low, but that could be one year for Kevin Gosman. That could be one year for Kevin Gosman. A guy, you know, a guy like Anthony, you know, Desclafani, you know, somebody along those lines, you know, Nick Castellanos opted out of his contract today with the Reds. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's coming, but I'm saying he's 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 a he's a he's a he's a coveted free agent out there for all teams and for the Giants right there. A guy like Chris Bryant, who we have kicked around, will he resign? That's that's money that we didn't think was gonna be was gonna be available. And we could go on and on, go on and on. So it does it suck? Yeah, I wasn't ready. Doug, you weren't ready for Buster Posey to, to get out here, but for the future of of the team, it does raise a lot of questions and you know a lot of a, a, a little excitement. I'm not excited to see Buster gone, but but to see Scott Harris and Farhan build what they kind of envisioned this Giants roster to be when they eventually did contend. And, and kick ass and i'm not talking about last year because that, that was unexpected for them to build their product what they for, for foresaw when they took these jobs you know I, this kind of adds to that a little sooner than than we thought but 
but yeah, the fact that it comes at the expense of Buster Posey walking away, and we'll see what they do. But yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make Posey Posey retiring early. It doesn't make it any easier. But still, like it's yeah, it's a little exciting because we don't know what they're gonna do. There's a lot of holes on this team. And you know, I, I, yeah, we're talking about this offseason coming up and that's yeah i'm looking forward to our next episode because this was going to be our first comeback episode we're going to take like three weeks off and then um really like start slowly digging in to this upcoming off season but obviously um we needed to do this tonight so this because this did kind of like kick start the giants off season uh, because it does affect next year's team so um you know yeah our next episode uh it'll be next week look for that midweek um we're excited we're gonna start talking about uh you know obviously we're gonna have to spread it out through the winter but Mm -hmm. um you know start talking about you know realistic uh options for the giants you know all that money they have to spend where they're gonna put it um it's gonna be an exciting offseason for the giants and you know it'll be a who knows what we're gonna have to talk about the new cba agreement that's gonna be needed to be uh put into place for major league baseball because there's a very good chance that come december you know, we have a work stoppage. So hopefully, yeah. you know, the union and the league can get together and work things out. So we're not really missing much time um, this next upcoming season. So, uh, you know, but that's next week. Uh, Buster Posey from the bottom of our hearts. Um, thank you for your amazing 12 year career. Um, you know, we'll obviously never forget you. We love you. Thank you for all that you did for the San Francisco Giants. Uh, most important for us those three world series couldn't have them without you. And um, obviously, you know, just for, you know, how you carried yourself um, just an incredible career that goes beyond the baseball diamond. That's what I think of uh, with Buster Posey. Yeah. uh, We weren't ready, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it just, yeah. Like for, to try to throw this all, all together in a day was was a little tough. So in a way, we 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 kind of wish Buster would have uh, let us <laughs> let us know that he was gonna be walking away at, at some point soon. But yeah, I mean, just for every Giants fan out there, you know, that you know, thank you for doing things the right way and uh, not making the game bigger. You know, not being bigger than the game, I should say. You know, not throwing your bat into the stands every time you got a hit and things like that. And just only kind of, kind of keep keeping that, keeping that um, emotion within until the job was done. Cause you know, we didn't talk about buster hugs tonight and cause that's not really what we're into, but yeah, those, those, those three at the end of 10, 12 and 14, you know, those, those are, sketched in you know in, in our memories forever and you know we just yeah thank thank you for just, you know kicking ass and doing things the right way so until next week first say hey doug and say hey rob thank you buster thank you buster for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.